Wealth is wealth, and no amount of resources or information is too much to ensure we take good care of our health. On the Nasco Moments radio show, the general well-being of our listeners is top priority, and that is why we painstakingly research and provide you with quality information necessary for living and enjoying the quality life. Now, do you know where your children are this very moment? This morning, our attention is focused on a prevalent health challenge that has caused more sudden deaths than ever. We are talking about high blood pressure, otherwise known as hypertension. It is a medical condition in which constricted arterial blood vessels increase the resistance to blood flow, causing an increase in blood pressure against vessel walls. The heart must work harder to pump blood through the narrowed arteries. If the condition persists, damage to the heart and blood vessels is likely, increasing the risk for stroke, heart attack, and kidney or heart failure. Often called the silent killer, hypertension usually causes no symptoms until it reaches a life-threatening stage. Worldwide, high blood pressure is estimated to cause 7.5 million deaths, which is about 12.8% of the total of all deaths. Globally, the overall prevalence of high blood pressure in adults aged 25 and over was around 40% in 2008. The proportion of the world's population with high blood pressure or uncontrolled hypertension fell modestly between 1980 and 2008. However, because of population growth and aging, the number of people with uncontrolled hypertension rose from 600 million in 1980 to nearly 1 billion in 2008. Across the regions of the World Health Organization, the prevalence of high blood pressure was highest in Africa, where it was 46% for both sexes combined. The lowest prevalence of raised blood pressure was in the World Health Organization region of the Americas at 35% for both sexes. Men in this region had higher prevalence than women, 39% for men and 32% for women. In all World Health Organization regions, men have slightly higher prevalence of raised blood pressure than women. This difference was only statistically significant in the Americas and Europe. Nasco Moments radio show has established that the phenomenon of high blood pressure or hypertension is a real, present and prevalent danger indeed. This is why to give insights into the causes, treatment options and prevention of high blood pressure on the show this Saturday morning, we have invited Dr. Yilji Kumtab Kashmir, a senior registrar, Division of Cardiology in the Department of Internal Medicine, Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juth. My name is Hudun Gang. Stay tuned to your radio set. We'll be right back. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans dip stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Thank you, Doctor, for joining us on the program this morning. You're welcome, thank you. Um, so tell us again, um, what causes high blood pressure? Well, uh, there are lots of things that can cause uh, high blood pressure. 
depends on whether it is the primary type of hypertension or the secondary type of hypertension. In primary hypertension, we don't have, we really cannot lay our hands on a particular disease entity or cause of hypertension. But there are risk factors that are associated with primary hypertension, also known as essential hypertension. And interestingly, majority, over 90% of individuals with hypertension have essential or primary hypertension. Now, increasing age is a risk factor. So, as from the age of 40, the, the prevalence of hypertension begins to increase. In fact, in some studies, uh, in, from the age of 75, over 90% of the, the individuals over 75 years are hypertensive. Then sex, of course, uh, you see more in males than in, in females. Uh, certain lifestyle uh, habits, uh, sedentary lifestyle, people do not exercise. Uh, when we eat, we eat a lot of junk, uh, uh, high, high uh, uh, diets are, are rich in, in, in fats, of course, they predispose to atherosclerosis and therefore narrowing of the blood vessels and hypertension. Smoking of cigarettes, ingestion of alcohol. Now, uh, ingestion of alcohol has uh, two effects. Individuals who drink moderately, that's a bottle of, of, of alcohol in a day, uh, tend to have lesser risks of hypertension than individuals who do not drink at all. But then heavy alcohol drinking, up to two, three bottles per day increases one's risk of having uh, hypertension. Cigarette smoking, ingestion of uh, things like uh, caffeine can transiently elevate uh, blood pressure. So if you are habitual uh, uh, coffee, not coffee, but such, caffeine, yeah, because uh, coffee in itself does not, just coffee alone does not cause uh, elevation of blood pressure. But caffeine found in sodas, uh, most of the beverages we have today, cause transient elevation of blood pressure. So if you're a habitual uh, taker or smoker, it uh, eventually elevates the blood pressure. Then back to secondary hypertension, there are specific diseases that can cause secondary, you know, like uh, endocrine abnormalities like hyperthyroidism, hypothyroidism, Cushing syndrome, uh, giantism or acromegaly. Uh, These are all very unfamiliar Unfamiliar terms. terms. Kidney diseases, common, common cause, some other congenital. So there are lots of things that can, drugs can cause, so lots of them, lots of uh, things that can Okay. Now, what I found really interesting was that you said somebody who drinks moderately, like one bottle of beer a day, is better protected than one who no. does not drink at all. At all, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is it true that some drugs cause hypertension? Yeah, there are lots of drugs that can cause hypertension. Let me start with social drugs, drugs that are not over-the-counter drugs. So drugs like, of uh, course, uh, cocaine is a drug. So cocaine can cause narrowing, sudden narrowing of the blood pressure, of the of the blood vessels, and can predispose to hypertension, stroke, uh, cardiac arrest. Uh, amphetamines can can cause it. Uh, there are certain uh, drugs that we use in, in treating individuals who are psychotic, who have uh, mental disorders. They cause them to bloat up can cause hypertension. Then there are also these drugs that they are not readily available because most times doctors that prescribe uh, those drugs, uh, anti-cancer drugs like uh, tracolimus, cyclosporine can cause uh, hypertension. Also there are other drugs that are given to boost one's uh, blood to, 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 to elevate, to, elevate uh, to, to increase your red blood cell production. Erythropoietin can cause uh, uh, hypertension. Then uh, steroids which commonly available. People take lots of, of steroids. Like uh, There are also ladies that uh, apply creams that are, are rich in steroids. That one can cause, it makes the, the, the skin smooth and looks nice, but can predispose one to having uh, 
hypertension. So these are some of the few drugs that can cause. Now, these drugs that are prescribed by doctors that can cause hypertension, um, are they given, can you get hypertension when you're being managed by a doctor who is prescribing these drugs or is it only when you abuse these drugs? Yes, like I said, there are certain drugs that we prescribe. Cocaine, of course, is abuse. Mm. That doesn't really fall under uh, itrogenic causes. But you have to weigh cause, uh, uh, the, the, the benefits and then the risks. Now, here's someone who has a cancer. You have to give him the anti-neoplastic or the anti-cancer drugs like tacrolimus, cyclosporine. The risks of him having hypertension or her having hypertension should not deter you from prescribing that drug or someone who is severely anemic, dizzy, collapsing, unable to walk. And simply because you are scared the person, the, the person will have hypertension, you allow the person to know. But of course, you have to control it and then you monitor. If the patient develops hypertension, then you, you either reduce the dosage or you give antihypertensive drugs. All right. What is the normal or ideal blood pressure in men and then in women? And okay. also children. Okay. It's, it's, it's a bit tricky or difficult to answer that question. Arbitrary values. You come to my clinic, come to the clinic, and then we take your blood pressure. If your systolic blood pressure for an adult over 18 years, if your systolic blood pressure is greater than 140 millimeters of mercury or diastolic one, sorry, diastolic of 90, then it's hypertension. But there are also other ways in which we assess blood pressure. For instance, when someone is sleeping, the blood pressure should not be greater than 120 over 70. So if we're doing maybe a 24 hour BP surveillance and then your blood pressure in the daytime your blood pressure is normal, but at night when you're sleeping, you have greater than 120, 70, then that person has nocturnal hypertension. So that is hypertension. Or still on the 24-hour BP monitoring, you, we have, you, 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 you're carrying the, 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 the sphygmomanometer, manometer, you're walking around with it. So it's just recording and then it's just, just recording it, taking it and then it records it. And then after 24 hours, we measure it. So if your daytime uh, blood pressure is greater than 135 over 85 in the daytime, you have hypertension. But recall that I said that office blood pressure or clinic blood pressure or 140-70 is hypertension. But we, we, we give room for that because if you come to the clinic, you may be tensed. You see a doctor who you are tensed or something, it can, it, can, it can be elevated. But at home, a blood pressure elevation of up to 130 over, over 85 is uh, hypertension. So there's really no clear-cut value for. But how do you measure your blood pressure at home? Well, uh, individuals have, we have uh, digital sphygmomanometers uh, that people can use. So you can, you can take it at home. All right. Can you, um, uh, how can, okay, apart from using that, you called it um, to measure your blood pressure. Apart from using that, what other signs are there to look out for? Yeah, lots of signs. Yeah, like in your preliminary uh, comment, you said hypertension is a silent killer. So apart from maybe initially the, the, the headache that maybe be, be, most patients have, you know, they have this persistent headache, they don't know it. But after a long time, you can come down with several other uh, complications. Uh, in, in men, erectile dysfunction may be the first presenting complaint of someone who has been hypertensive but wasn't aware of it. Then you can also come, one can also come down with the complications. You can detect hypertension for the first time in the person who just has a sudden stroke or a myocardial infarction, or someone who is beginning to have renal uh, problems. Your face is swollen, your legs are swollen. You hardly urinate. 
maybe you 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 need once in 24 hours which is clearly uh, abnormal then at that time the complications have already started setting in so you come down more with the complications of hypertension than uh, uh, the symptom of hypertension itself which is in most cases just uh, a persistent headache okay blurring of vision all right. Um, this is the NASCO Moment Show, and today we're examining the causes, treatment options, and prevention of high blood pressure. Join us after this break. Ah, ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This your shabby city shine. <laughs> and how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No, you know the chop and do. I need good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now. Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now, so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex for the brightest wash. Welcome back. This is the NASCO Moment Show, and today we're examining causes, treatment options, and prevention of high blood pressure with our guest, Dr. Yilji Kumtab Kashmir, a senior registrar, Division of Cardiology in the Department of Internal Medicine, Joss University Teaching Hospital. Now, what are the treatment options for high blood pressure? Okay. Yeah, lots of treatment options. First, it begins with lifestyle changes. Someone smokes. He has to quit smoking. You take lots of uh, uh, nicotine in whatever form, whether in, in cola nuts, in, in, in coffee, you have to uh, cut down. Exercise, frequent exercise would help. If you can exercise, say, for 30 minutes, three times in a week, it's it's good for, for the body. So exercise would help in reducing uh, weight because weight, weight gain is also a risk factor for uh, hypertension. Then dietary reduction of salt because salt has uh, a way of increasing one's blood pressure because it increases the fluid content within the blood uh, vessels so if the fluid the volume increases it causes much more pressure on the, on the vessel so a uh, reduction of salt intake uh, is important now when we say salt a lot of people just look at the white uh, molecule called salt but there are lots of things that contain salt uh, most of the most most of the, the, the canned foods we have uh, have high salt content because they use salt to, 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 to preserve them. So uh, individuals with hypertension need to cut down on canned uh, 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 foods. Uh, other spices too, uh, the royco, the maigil, most of the things that women use are also uh, rich in salt. So we're not saying that one should stop taking salt completely, but let's reduce it. Let's reduce the amount of salt we take uh, uh, daily. Then fruits. Uh, and vegetables, yeah? uh, they are also important. They, they, they all in, the, in, in, in dietary education. And then there are specific drugs that one can take for hypertension. Which I, uh, when you're hypertensive, you just 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 see your doctor because they, because there are lots of drugs that can be that, that can be given. And the drugs we don't, the drug that may work for you may not work for another individual. There are certain things that uh, uh, in an individual that would not make me prescribe a particular antihypertensive for him while I will do that for another individual. So uh, there are individual variabilities. But uh, largely, I think uh, uh, lifestyle is the key, is the key uh, uh, to prevention and, and prevention of hypertension. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay, Treatment. still on high blood pressure drugs. Do 
Do high blood pressure drugs have side effects? Yes, they do. Like they, they, they do. Now there are certain drugs. Okay. Uh, for instance, calcium channel blockers, class of drugs used in treating hypertension. When you start taking them, you could have headaches, flushes, so you feel hot. Taking them, you could have uh, leg swelling, right? Then uh, uh, the A's inhibitors. They can cause dry cough, persistent uh, dry cough because of uh, this, the certain metabolic uh, changes. Uh, they can cause when 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 a, a pregnant woman takes. Uh, uh, these ACE inhibitors, they can cause fetal defects in the baby. So uh, these are some of the side effects. Then uh, so beta blockers can s drastically reduce the rate, your heart rate, and eventually you have dizziness. And some of them would suddenly crash the blood pressure to uh, uh, limits below uh, uh, normal. Now, I forgot to say that uh, it's not just drugs that can be used and, and lifestyle. There are also uh, surgical ways of, of treating hypertension. Uh, yeah, catheter induced uh, renal uh, nerve denervation. Renal denervation uh, is a surgical method, and then uh, uh, carotid uh, reflex. Or there's this real system it can, that can be used. So uh, there are also surgical methods that that can can be used in treating uh, hypertension for individuals who have persistent hypertension, or rather who have resistant hypertension. They've taken all the drugs and it's not working. Then we can do renal denervation or implant the Rios device for them. Okay. At what stage of the life cycle should one see a doctor concerning one's blood pressure? For, for, for blood pressure? Now, as early as, as, as 18. Because studies in Nigeria have shown that 50% of individuals over 18 years have hypertension. So there's really no... Once you're an adult, I think uh, we should uh, uh, imbibe the habit of regularly or once in a while, if, if, if it means just on your buddies to check your blood pressure, it's important. For individuals who are above 40, it should be more frequent, but for someone in individuals in their 20s, yeah, once in a year, it's, it's, it's okay. Then in your 40s, in, sorry, in your 30s, you can do it say, two, twice, thrice in a year, but after 40, the prevalence increases, so it, it should be more frequently, at least uh, once in a quarter. Mm, interesting. Yeah. All right, we have to take a break at this point. We'll join us right after as we'll continue our discussion on hypertension today. Please stay with us. Now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. Welcome back. You are on to your favorite NASCO Moment show. Our guest today is Dr. Yilji Kumtab Kashmir, and we have so far discussed the causes and treatment options of high blood pressure. We're just in the last segment of the show now. We'd like to focus on how to prevent the ailment and some of the mis misconceptions about it. Now, before we get to that, is it true that hypertension is hereditary? Yes, it, it, it can be hereditary. Yeah. There, there, are, there are certain monogenic forms of hypertension that are actually inherited from, uh, from uh, the, the upper generation, that's parents, uh, to, 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 to children. Now, 
even though uh, there's, there's this phrase that uh, uh, our habits uh, nurtures nature. So there are individuals who uh, have this familial predisposition to hypertension. Hypertension. Their parents are hypertensive. Their grandparents are hypertensive. They also have siblings that are hypertensive. It therefore shows that okay, there's this familial aggregation of hypertension, and it can they can they can come down with hypertension. But then they may not come down to with hypertension if they, they don't indulge in certain habits that will promote or unmask that familial predisposition. So yes, uh, hypertension can be. Uh, uh, inherited from parents. So what do you need to do to make sure that, okay, if my father has it and uh, I, I so many people in my family have it, what should I do to make sure I don't get it? Yeah, that, that, then, then you have to be careful with your habits, lifestyles. Uh, you have to exercise a lot. You have to avoid certain things, alcohol, cigarettes, uh, 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 nicotine, uh, coffee, Caffeine, sorry, I'm, I'm just mixing coffee and caffeine. Mm. Caffeine. Okay, and even obesity, you've mentioned. Yeah, obesity, yeah. So exercise, uh, you watch what you eat. You don't just eat uh, uh, foods that will make you uh, gain weight easily. Okay, a lot of people uh, attribute high blood pressure to worry or anxiety. Is this a valid claim? Well valid. Now, I forgot to, to say stress is a weak factor for uh, hypertension. And stress comes in. In different forms. Stress could be mental stress, emotional uh, stress, physical uh, uh, stress. Now, uh, 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 in stressful conditions, there is elevation of there are certain molecules like the C-reactive uh, uh, protein that is elevated in stressful uh, conditions. Now, when C-reactive protein levels are, are high, it indicates that there's uh, inflammation, and with inflammation. Uh, the, the elasticity, the ability of the blood vessels to expand and accommodate uh, elevated blood pressure reduces and therefore one can come down with hypertension. Apart from that, when in stressful condition, there are certain steroids, cortisol levels are, are elevated. And you remember I said that some women apply creams that are rich in steroids and steroids can, can uh, predispose to hypertension. So uh, our, our body innately has the ability to increase cortisol level just to prevent us it's 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 a it's it's more of a protective uh, mechanism in stressful conditions, but persistent elevated levels of cortisol eventually will predispose one to hypertension. So stress, yes, can cause hypertension. All right. So how may we generally prevent high blood pressure among the youth and also the elderly? Prevention of it still boils down to lifestyle. Mm. A lot of things boil down to lifestyle. Now. At 18, you can you can you can imbibe or, 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 or yeah you can imbibe the habit or culture of saying okay I would I would start exercising regularly. You don't say oh, you start exercising when you're 40 or when you're 50. No, it's at a younger age that when it becomes a part of you, you you you, you it's it's good. So if it, it at, we will advocate that uh, youngsters should uh, learn to participate in in, in, in physical uh, activities or, or games and they should uh, really participate in that. It becomes a part of them and therefore will, will, will kind of reduce the incidence of uh, sedentary lifestyle, always sitting down in one place or uh, uh, weight gain. Now what we eat too, yeah, we are what we, we eat. So if you see someone who's obese, yes, some claim that it is familial, but of course, uh, you, if you, you take their dietary history, you find out that they take lots of junks. So we cut down on that. Uh, in Africa, we see 
when we see individuals trekking on the road, we, we, we see it as a sign of poverty. But no, uh, a lot of people, they just, from their, 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 their houses, they into their cars, then to their office, then they sit down and that is all. They come back home. So they, they, their, their lifestyle is full of inactivity. They are not physically uh, active. So uh, once in a while, individual, you, can, you can leave your car at home and then walk to the, to the junction, pick a cab, go, go to work, come back. It's a form of exercise for individuals who don't, do not have the time to exercise. Then, uh, of course, excessive drinking is bad. Uh, cigarette smoking has, apart from hypertension, can cause a lot of other health uh, uh, issues. Uh, so if we, if, we, if we do those things, it will reduce uh, the incidence of hypertension. Studies have shown that, you, you said it, that uh, over close to a billion people have hypertension. It's projected by, that by 2025, 1.5 billion people would have hypertension. So how do we, how do we prevent that is to uh, uh, be more responsible and more uh, 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 concerned about our health. Okay. Yeah. Prevention right. is better than cure. Mm. Thank you very much, Dr. Yilji Kumtab Kashmir, for enlightening our listeners on this all-important topic this morning. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thank you, too. There is no doubt that the public is now more aware of the causes, treatment options, and prevention methods of the silent killer disease called high blood pressure. We end the show here today, but you can follow the program at www.facebook.com slash group or on the Twitter handle at NASCO Group. You may also send any feedback on any aspect of this show to the email marketing at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Our NASCO Moments trivia question is, what is the name of the device used in measuring blood pressure? Send the correct answer via text to 805 774 7777. Include your name and location, please. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, Tolu Bakari, Ignatius Usa, and Harun Audu, Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Ruben Alex, and Ignatius Usa. I am Hudun Gyan. Stay out of trouble. Be conscious of your health because health is wealth. And remember to check your blood pressure today. Bye-bye.